Hey guys, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Gawkerbacker. Here we go, let's get our gawking on. Well, how's everybody doing out there? Everybody having a great week? It currently is Wednesday, April 18th, 2018. I'm here in Detroit, Michigan, and it is gray and cloudy again. It is cold, uh, but we have had a wild week over here. I, I missed an episode earlier this week that I wanted to record, but... My house flooded again on Sunday night, and I have carpet all pulled up. And this just happened about 60 days ago. Maybe not even 60 days ago. I was like 45 days ago that I went through all that and got new carpeting. And if you listen to Successfully Funded, our full episodes, you know, you can hear me bitch and talk about all that. So that just happened again. So I have had my landlords over, and my kids are sleeping in the living room. And frankly, it's been chaotic chaotic the last few uh few days here around but we're putting everything back to order i mean the carpet's wet there's nothing i can do about it it's dried out now but i'm gonna start putting it back in its corners and start to put together our, our life again but uh that's what's going on here so crazy wet weather So we got a big day on Friday. I'm hosting a, uh, a roller skating party for adults only. Yeah, it's going to be a wacky Wednesday, when, wacky Wenzel roller skating party. Like I said, adults only. We're going to, you know, we're in Farmington here. That's where I live. We're, we're going we're gonna to shake it up. And I'm making everybody dress to impress. And I've got a very cool jumper that zips up from, like, my knee all the way to the top. It's, it's really great. It makes my um, belly look huge. So it's great. Great, great thing. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a nice little bonding experience for us in the neighborhood. You know, we're going to go and, and roller skate and, and get rid of our kids for a couple days, you know, because, man, you can only have so much time with the kids, right? Every event can't be kid-oriented. So very excited about that. That's coming up on Friday. If you are in the Detroit area and you are a listener of Gawker Backer, we'd love to have you. Yeah, about 7.30 or so, we're going to be hanging out and uh, shaking the bacon on the skates. <laughs> Where, where are you? Do you have a podcast? And what's what's going on on your side? I do. So I'm in uh, Detroit, Michigan, and I've got a couple podcasts. Uh, one I have is called Gawker Backer. Uh, and, my okay. other, yeah, and that one is uh, me kind of talking about Kickstarter campaigns that are that I'm gawking from afar. I'm, I go and I'll back them for like a dollar just to see what's happening behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have another podcast called Successfully Funded, and that's where I interview project creators while they're in the middle of a, of a campaign. That's more of a long format. We do those for like an hour, hour and a half uh, type of stuff. Okay, wow. And uh, what led you down that road? So I actually met Perry Chen a uh, long time ago, who's the creator of Kickstarter. And um, okay. we, uh, I had this idea for how I wanted to like franchise recording studios. And uh, met with him. This is before Kickstarter. This is like 2009-ish or so. Um, and he told me this idea of what, that he was building called Kickstarter. And I should check it out. And I uh, kind of formulated this idea around what he told me of like, running a Kickstarter for all these music acts and they would come into my studios. They'd record a live, uh, live EP. Mm-hmm. It'd all be videotaped. There'd be an audience. 
Uh, so we ended up running like 300 Kickstarters in the matter of like four years. And I had a studio in Detroit, Chicago, Chapel Hill. Wow. Uh, I was building one in Louisville. So I just kept, I was like a serial Kickstarter. I would just kept running them and running them and running them. And uh, then that kind of ended. My, I had some venture capital money. It ended and I, I turned that into like just a crowdfunding agency. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I find money for people basically if you have a startup or an idea. So. Wow, that's... Uh... Uh, that, that's an amazing thing to do and people need the support and the help as well. Right. So they've got a lot of people got the ideas, but don't know what to yeah. do next, I think. Right. Right. So, so hence me kind of throwing out the, what is success? It's a, it's a huge topic we talk about. So uh, my clients or people I'm, I'm in, you know, I, I teach this sort of stuff at, uh, at Clarkson university up mm-hmm. in uh, Pasadena, New York. So I talk about this stuff all the time and people are always stuck in this, like, well, I should come right out of the gate and, and do like, you know, a million dollar campaign because my idea is so great. And I'm like, no, success is actually like if you actually raise like $20,000 and you get 100 people to actually support your idea, it's, that's a gigantic win. Yeah. People can't comprehend that sometimes. What is it that uh, uh, there was this Gary Vanderchuk interview where he said that one is better than none? Oh, sure. Right. Sure. Yeah, I think yeah, I've seen that. Yep. Yeah, I, I always tell everybody, it's like, like, you have an idea, right, that you may have tinkered with in your garage. Mm-hmm. The fact that you might get one, two, or three people to believe in your idea, actually believe in it, not your friends and family who puts up with you. I'm talking about as almost a complete stranger to go, mm-hmm. that idea is awesome. That's monumental yeah. if you can achieve that, just that little small step. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So um, from your side, as a person in your position, what, what is it that you are looking for? Right. I mean, what, when you meet people, when you listen to people, when you talk to people, you know, what, what are the what are the keys that you're looking for? So I think the one of the biggest ones is actual drive. Um, so a lot of people have, I think, fake entrepreneurship spirit um, where they've read about it. They really like, like they have this fantasy of like, I'm just going to sit at home and like just do, you know, <laughs> it's just going to happen. You know what I mean? Like I, I have the Internet. And so they, they present this sort of fan, fantasy mm-hmm. of what they are as an entrepreneur. But the actual grunt work or the up and down that is the reality of it just literally breaks them within like two minutes. Or they have this idea that they're like, well, I'm just going to hire this agency and they'll do all the work because uh-huh. I paid them, uh-huh. you know, some money. So that means I don't really have to do anything. And I'll just sit back. I paid you five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you making me a hundred thousand dollars? Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like you know, it's just like what? Um, so I guess what I'm looking for is like an actual honesty inside of their mental makeup of being an entrepreneur. Um, and that's hard. That's hard for me to find because some people fake it, you know, and you can fake it till you make it to a lot, but crowdfunding breaks people so quickly in this in this idea like and that's another reason why i love it too is like it it goes back to some of my music roots of like you know great you wrote you know 10 songs but can you actually tour for a whole year and not see your family and like you know those were points that broke people yeah like they just didn't have it they just wanted to sit and write a song on their guitar and you know have girls love them or whatever it might be you know whatever stereotype yeah they didn't And, and it's more than that you know yeah, they didn't want to put in the work, basically, which is uh, exactly which right. is which is important. Yeah, I like what you said about fake entrepreneurial spirit. Should, yeah, that's that that that's a title for something going on in there. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a book in that. You know what? Oh yeah, what the fake entrepreneur thinks. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, it's a huge mindset because it you know and and I see it because it's in um so w- when a client comes to me, I'm dealing with their dreams, right? So like they have like put everything they have into some coffee pot thing or whatever the widget is, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, this widget's gonna like it's gonna change the world. My my kids will be able to go to college. You know, I I'll get the big mansion. Like that's how people come to me a lot of times. And I literally have to start breaking that down, that mental, like the psychology, like, okay, that's just, this is not reality. Let's break it down. You know, um, you know, and, and then you start finding all their strengths and weaknesses inside of that. Like, you know, I find their, oh, I, I cannot write a blog. I am so, I am the worst writer in the world. And I have to like coach him up to be like, mm-hmm. you know, can you just write 10 things that make a coffee pot great? Like, I don't, you know, whatever. Right. Like, yeah. you know, it's, you know so and and then you start seeing the mental makeup of how in their heads they are of like everything has to be the perfect facebook post the perfect photo the perfect video and and i'm always like we live in a world like what we're doing right now is not perfect i don't even know who you are we just got on the we're on anchor we're talking yeah you know if you had an idea that this had to be perfect we wouldn't be on the we wouldn't be doing this right we we don't know where it would go absolutely so i'm always like just be loose light have fun be you know, be open and honest. Cause again, in crowdfunding, that's what people want to see. So they want to see like you're struggling or you put out a post that was kind of stupid. They, they actually like that stuff. It makes you a human being. Um, so, uh, you know, f- so for people, that's a huge mental makeup too. that. Uh, ugh, it's just a big mental makeup that I have to fight through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like what you said, you know, uh, bringing dreams uh, uh, to reality is a difficult process. Getting the ideas out of people's heads really complicated. Uh, yeah. Because imagination and reality are two different things. Oh, um, big time. Yeah. And breaking it down, you know, taking those big ideas and saying, you maybe reverse engineering and say, okay, that's where you want to go. But, uh, you know, if we reverse engineered from imagine you're there now, what steps, what step, uh, what steps did you take, you know, to, uh, sure. to actually get there? You know, um, strengths versus weaknesses, again, really important um, because we all have a strong side and a weak side and we tend to hide the weak side and that's usually mm-hmm. what we need to work on. So uh, all of those things, cool. The, the, the need perhaps to, to not be perfect, that's, uh, that, that, that's a pretty important thing as well because uh, as, an, as an entrepreneur myself and working in business, I've got this tendency sometimes to think, Oh God, I need to get this absolutely right. And at, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of about putting yourself out there and in the right position rather than getting everything absolutely right. And oh, sure. Sort yeah. of related to maybe, uh, say, a, a football player or a soccer player in a match, right? And mm-hmm. you know, they they make a lot of mistakes. Not every shot goes towards the goal or goes in goal, but sure. they keep plugging yeah. away at it and they, they keep working with the people around about them uh, and trying to create that little bit of an opportunity or an, an opening that makes a, that makes a big difference uh, there. Yeah. That, and that's a great analogy. I use, um, so, you know, American football here, we, you know, we're, we're, we talk about, you know, it's 11 people. It's literally by yards, like mm-hmm. one yard at a time. Right. And yeah. at some point, yeah, you might get a touchdown and you might get a big win. But you're not looking at hours of practice, you know, five, four drives in a row that stalled out. Mm-hmm. You know, you just want to look at the highlight reel on ESPN and go, well, oh, yeah, look, look, he won. Look, they did it. Yeah, <laughs> they did it. Right. Well, it's easy. They're just really well, you know, they, they, they're just an easy, that's an easy, easy team. You know, they're, it was just yeah. easy. No, 
it wasn't easy at all. So yeah, we, we, we love in sports analogies because you can tie so much into it to like basic thinking for entrepreneurship or, and what is success. And, um, and again, too, it's like, because the world I'm in pivot, it's almost like we're going to constant pivot, which can also be its own problem. So like, yeah, you might've been working on that design for, you know, I don't know, like a year, but then you go to China and they tell you, you can't do it that way. You got to pivot. So <laughs> if, if you spend a year making perfect Facebook posts around your design that you didn't, you know, mm-hmm. that you can't make, who cares? You know, like, uh, so, yeah. you know. Well, well here's, here, here's a thought for you. Like I've been, I've been looking at business uh, from different perspectives. And one of the perspectives I have is that right now I'm based in Slovakia, small country, okay. Central Europe. Yeah. So there's like between five to six million people in the country, right? So it's, it's a relatively small country, relatively small market. But the number of businesses that exist here, very, very wide ranging, uh, thousands of different ideas, thousands of different uh, businesses sort of all coming together. And I'm looking at things in terms of markets and I'm thinking, my God, if somebody can make a success out of their life within this market, within this country, everything must be possible because, sure. because you know, three times as many people live in New York City as live in this country, <laughs> right? Right, right. And yeah. this country doesn't even have a language to that, that communicates anything to the world. If people have English as a second language, then then um, they can they can get somewhere with that. So there's these there's all these barriers and all these problems, and yet there's thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of independent people and successful alternative businesses here. And um, and then I look at the bigger markets and I, I look at the American market. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we tell – so I have a, almost all my clients are global, a lot of Hong Kong. And a, here's another sort of like pinpoint that we, we find as is an issue is it's really thinking about how big the world is, right? Like it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm just going to sell this thing here, wherever you are, you know, like right where you are. And, you know, for crowdfunding, if you are not getting the U.S. market, you don't exist. It just won't happen. So you've got to at least scratch the surface. So if you are the – you know, I had a client that did – or a lead that was just like um, – I'm just going to launch this on the, you know, the, the West coast of the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like, it's just, you know, that, you know, I could see your product being here. I, you know, it was like a kid product. I was like, my kids would want your thing. Why are you not looking here? Oh, uh, I just, I just want to focus right here because, and it's just like, but we're all on the internet, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can find anything in the world that I want right now and buy it. Yeah, I was um, I was looking for a product last year, and the only videos I could find about anything connected with the product were like Japanese and Korean. And <laughs> yeah. I'm in Slovakia, and I'm like, oh my god! And then I found a company in Britain that imported stuff from Korea. So I got I got in touch with them, and they imported something from Korea, and then they sent it to me in Slovakia. And it's like, wow, yeah, you know, it it we are connected in many more ways than we realize. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, 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 and I think that the age bracket, so I, I'm, I'm 38. I have a, you know, a lot of my friends in my neighborhood here are, are, are around about 50. Mm-hmm. And they can't think, they just, you know, they are running into a roadblock where they cannot think that they are actually connected to you or the fact that you and I are connected right now. They just can't think that way, you know? Yeah, even through the anchor system where, uh, you know, the yesterday I was in touch with someone and, 
of California, then somebody in Nigeria, then somebody in Pakistan. Right, right. There's, yeah. th here's another point that, that's really important, I think, that people forget. There's no reason why something can't work. No. Oh, big time. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Any problem that anybody's got, they, they must be able to find somebody somewhere with an answer to it. Yep, yeah. Through oh, a, well, and I, I agree with that too. Like, I, I, it's almost like I have this empowered feeling, and it's not being egotistical or super smart. I'm a high school graduate. It's just that I can find answers to anything that anybody brings to me at any point. If you ask me anything, mm -hmm. give me a, if I don't have an answer, almost immediately give me a couple days. I, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. Call here, 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 and here. You know. Absolutely, and it, it's it's the old uh, what's six degrees of separation, or is it seven? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think it's six. Yeah, six, six degrees the old of separation. Thing. Where if, if you don't know, then for sure you know somebody who knows somebody who knows. And now yeah. that uh, and now that we're all interconnected, it's it's. Sometimes I say to people like, why why are you asking me? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So. Hey, Graham, it looks like I just got to notice. It looks like we have to wrap up. 15 minutes is our, uh, is our time. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, been, it's been great connecting, connecting with you. And uh, what's you, what's, what are your podcasts again? Give out your podcasts again. Yeah, it's, uh, so Gawker Backer is okay. one. And then uh, Successfully Funded, and they're all on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can go to woodshed.agency if you want to learn more about what my company does and see some of our success stories. Okay, that's absolutely fantastic. And I think it's really important that people understand that they, they shouldn't limit themselves in the modern environment and world that we have right now. I mean, you, of course, we, we live in a, a great, an age of great technology. And so <clears throat> I just played you an interview that I did with Graham, uh, and it was awesome. I did that within about four minutes, and I think it's a great success story that I wanted to just touch on for just a minute. We got cut off at the end here because I didn't realize that Anchor has a 15-minute window that you can record with somebody. So I literally put in Anchor a request to, you know, or there was a request, a request for somebody to talk about what is success, and I just hit a button, and within two minutes, I was talking to Graham, and we were having a great conversation. That's the power of the internet. That's the power of these apps and tools. And you have to think about how that connects into your business and how you can connect with people. Think about it. That is awesome stuff here. And, you know, I feel like I just made a buddy, right? I'm going to go connect with him now uh, offline. Um, and we're going to see about connecting. And that, that's my morning. That's a Wednesday morning here. It's 846. And I've already talked to somebody uh, across the world about what is success and we bonded over it. So I think this is a great episode of Gawker back. I hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, I will talk to y'all later. Let's go ahead and leave it with a song, right? Let's leave, let's leave it with a song. Let's, uh, what should we play? How about we play the song cowboy from uh, the race table story? All right, guys. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs>